0: Welcome back to this week's episode of Modern Romance. I have my friend on, Christina, and her fiance, Nathan, joining me from Austin, Texas. Hey guys, how's it going? It's going well. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thanks for
1: having
0: us. Yeah, of course. I know you guys have your YouTube channel It's called The, <laughs> the Hungry. The yeah. IMG. Yeah. Okay. And that stands for International Medical Graduate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you guys do like really fun videos together, put up recipes or things that you guys eat. And I saw the Filipino one and I was like, yes, he likes the Filipino food. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's topic is finding love on the dating app. And I know you guys found your way to each other on um, one of the apps. And I forget which one it was.
1: It was it was two, kind of. So yeah, we we originally met on Hinge on our first first date, um, about a week before her birthday, 2018. I thought it went well, but she was very uh, difficult to read, I would say.
0: And... <laughs> Were you, like,
2: not into him? I was explaining to Nathan before he judged me. I, I had <laughs> told him that, like, I was going through a phase of like dating fatigue. I'm sure you know what that feels mm-hmm. like. And I had just gone through or experienced like a lot of these people online that you meet, it's either they don't meet your expectations or they're just not the match for you. And you just get tired because like yeah. dating online can be very tiring. And that's what I was going through at the moment. So here comes Nathan. And he was like the first decent guy. But I was like, I had my guard up. So my walls were up and I was just like, mm, I don't really know if this is going to go well. He probably is going to put me in the friend zone. All these assumptions in my head.
1: Yeah. And I was, I think she asked a lot of straightforward questions, which I kind of appreciated. I felt like I had, you know, answered them the way she wanted to hear them. But Did right you go before. straight
0: to the case? Like, Hey, is this real? Yeah. Like yeah.
1: the big, big picture kind of questions.
0: Did that scare you at all, Nathan? No,
1: I found it refreshing. One of the I think most important the rules of dating is to just begin with the end in mind so then what happened you guys stopped talking <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't really know how to read I remember like talking to my friends at work the next day I was like I don't know if that went well or not <laughs> like, it was it was confusing but I liked her and so I'm we trying to set up something um and then I guess she she claimed she got called into work um but then didn't text back to reschedule. She ghosted me, more or less.
0: Oh boy, Christina. <laughs> I um, so I was
1: like, all right, well, she's playing games. That's cool. Uh, I
0: wasn't playing a game,
1: but- It, it certainly- It seemed-
0: happens, it happens. But then you guys found each other again on, on the, the same app. So,
1: you know, we were, I guess, using dating app and meeting other people for a few months. And then at some We point,
2: reconnected, basically. We probably
1: February, 20- Eight, 2019.
2: 2019. So
1: a couple of months later.
2: Yes. So the thing is like, I, well, I decided, I knew Nathan was like a decent guy. He was somebody who first of all was Catholic and knew somebody from my family. Mm -hmm. So those were all good things. And we, I feel like even on the first date we shared the same values. And then uh, I was going through a breakup at that time. And then I, I was just thinking about Nathan and I was like, you know, it might be nice to kind of like, reconnect with Nathan and see where things go I wasn't thinking okay I want like I want a relationship right away who knows like we could have been good friends and things like that and then so I messaged him and then before our before our next date he was on the app and so was I and then I saw him and then we we were just like I think as like for fun we we kind of just like swiped right on each
0: other <laughs>
1: Yeah, Again. <laughs> so it, was, it was Bumble, and so like you can kind of okay, know okay, who's right based on that grainy picture? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Clear enough picture? Oh and yeah, so it was her, and I was just like, the audacity! <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of curious to see what is going through her head right now. I've, so, yeah. d-
0: I've done that too, where I've seen a guy that I've went on a date with. I actually, went on on the really, really terrible date with this guy once. We pretty much argued on the date about about religion. And he was atheist. And of course I'm Catholic too. And you know, this whole day he was arguing with me and I was like, I can never see this guy again. He actually swiped right on me. I think it was hinge. And he left me like, you know, like a winky face. And I was like, Oh, should I answer this or not? (laughs) I didn't, I didn't answer him because of based on that date, it was just like, Oh, so cringy. But it's so funny that you actually so you responded to him we
2: did yeah we
0: did well we were already
2: texting we had each other's numbers and we were, you know exchanging messages through our mobile phones but I think out of like just to be silly and fun we swiped right on each other but we weren't communicating directly on there
1: what do we we got to do yeah
2: right because
1: I was I knew I was only in Louisville for a year and so my Mm -hmm. my clock was kind of ticking anyway yeah
2: yeah Well, you texted first. I texted, I messaged Nathan. I was like, hey, do you still want to do that dinner that you had talked about months ago? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, as long as you're going to be transparent, why not? (laughs) I was
1: still like 50%, 40% kind of annoyed where I was just going to be like, all right, like, yeah, but you're not going to play games again. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we had some not awkward some
0: trust issues from the beginning
2: (laughs) yes yes yes, exactly
1: yeah so there was at one point our our second first day where i was kind of like so um what the hell was that yeah
0: (laughs) well i feel like with relationships they're very complicated sometimes it's no it's not always like a straight line people Mm -hmm. they they grow apart they come back together it's it's never like a one size fits all kind of a thing you know it's always different for everyone So Nathan, you're actually the first man on this podcast. (laughs) I've never had a male guest before, and I'd love to pick your brain a little bit. What are some of the things that annoyed you on the apps and that made you swipe left?
1: When chicks would use, like, all of their pictures were like Snapchat filters.
0: Mm. Um.
1: (laughs) That's a good one. I personally
0: don't like using them because everyone knows it's a filter. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I think really cliche kinds of kinds of comments or whatever so it depends on the, whether it's like Bumble where you just have a little blurb or Hinge where you have to actually answer questions or mm-hmm. maybe like Bumble actually has that now I don't know but um I, I was teasing Christina the other day it seemed like the, the really cliche um answers I would get would be like I love the office and I love tacos and you know, <laughs> <laughs> like this tells me nothing you know
0: well, like in Texas tacos is like a big thing right
1: Yeah, I mean, but I guess well, it was in even in Kentucky, I didn't even. Oh yeah.
0: Oh okay. Okay.
1: It looks like oh, I love to eat. You know.
0: Uh huh. Everyone loves to eat, or like I love traveling. I think that is traveling biggest thing. Brunch.
1: Brunch. Brunch,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Brunch. I mean, if
1: if that's really like your thing, I think there's a way to like kind of make it funny. So like I remember someone, I don't remember if I swiped right or not, but they had some answer of like on, on hinge of you know what what would be the ideal first date and the answer was getting trashed at brunch and like that actually made me laugh out loud where like the the basic answer of like oh I love brunch and tacos and the office Mm -hmm.
2: He added a twist to
1: it yeah I was just like all right at least you seem like you're not not trying to be cliche you know yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so like it's not like those things are bad I think like the really I feel like you kind of have to take risks if you're Dating online, like you kind of have to make yourself stand out if you're just trying to play a safe. You're just gonna get gonna be like, you're not
0: gonna go anywhere.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever gotten like a, like a hey, like just a hey? What do you say? I, I mean, as a guy, like, do you feel like you're compelled to say hi back? It's
1: like a hey, how are you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just goes back and forth, like, I'm good. How about you? Yeah. Oh, I'm good too.
1: Like, um, because it was Bumble, and so they just sent me a message of this is me making the first move. You know, like wasn't even a high or anything, and I was like, mm-hmm. "All right." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I feel like in society, women are told not to make the first move. We're told like men should do the chasing. You know, let them do all the work. I like Bumble because it changes the perspective, and it challenges women to like get out of that comfort zone. Yeah. So when you guys were dating, you guys were in Kentucky. Yeah. Yes. Is that what it was? Okay. Because I know Christina, you were living in the Philippines at some point when we met up a few times. Yeah. A
2: Yes, and then I moved to Kentucky and then I felt like, you know, since I'm here and I'm starting to like prepare for an exam, um, I was living on my own at that time and didn't really have any friends, um, was living away from my family. And so I thought, you know, what, what way to like make or like meet people and through like a dating app. But like Nathan was honestly, like when I came back here to the US from the Philippines, And I went back to like the the dating apps. Nathan was the first person like I had messaged. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't really expecting to meet anybody else. I really wanted to focus on one person. I think that's always been like, you know, um, my thing. And I was just tired of like dating the wrong people. So Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, why not stick to somebody with the same values, whether it ends up like as a friendship or as a relationship, like a romantic relationship, well and good that was kind of my mindset at the time. And honestly
1: like I, I didn't think it would turn into like a long-term relationship. Same. Like, like I said I was I was towards the end of my year in Louisville and I knew I was And he
2: be, was moving. Like, he was yeah. planning on moving. That's a thing.
1: And so it's is kind of weird like limbo phase yeah. where I was like, well, I'm going to be here 5 more months, you know. My what do I got was, to lose, right? I'm going like develop this relationship and uh, Yeah. Months well,
0: look how well it turned out.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not how I would have predicted Same.
0: yeah I mean I hear that all the time yeah. so Christina when you went to Kentucky did you feel like a culture shock I mean I've actually never been to Kentucky before but I feel like coming from the Philippines and like going anywhere else in the world is like a striking difference
2: yeah well so I had visited the U.S. of like almost well every now and then it wasn't really my first time but like going to Kentucky I think the shock for me was like experiencing dating in a different country that was like the bigger shock for me culture wise not so much but like the dating and like I guess the dating culture it's a culture in itself and so I was shocked to to see that like I I typically wanted someone who was more like me, old fashioned, traditional, that kind of dating, very Filipino, mm-hmm. you know, Nicole, and <laughs> um, more on the like the conservative side. So I felt like that was really difficult for me to find. Um, and so yeah, I think that was the bigger shop for me because people here are more aggressive. I'm not saying people in the Philippines can't be, but I think it's more like evident here in the U S and I was overwhelmed because I felt at one point I was like, do I have to be that type of person who is like, you know, I kind of like go out of my comfort zone and like, um, let them cross the boundaries. I'm not really comfortable, um, going past. And then, yeah, it was, it was a struggle.
0: Here too, in the U S there's a big, huge fuck up culture
2: yeah yes. and, and
0: casual dating and casual sex is like is the norm here. Exactly. And to your point, like, do I have to, do I have to blend in? Do I have to get yes. into casual sex, casual dating? The answer is really no. You were true to yourself and you know, I'm glad that it worked out in your favor. Yes.
2: <laughs> Took a long time.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I, I think,
1: I think I had a, the same kind of difficulty dating online because I am someone who's conservative and Catholic and wasn't trying to hook up.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And I think that can be difficult for Americans to have those values too. And so in a lot of ways, I think Christina was refreshing in that sense. And I think it was nice that she kind of just like made that really transparent, just like right up, right up front, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I would say overall, like there, there was a cultural difference from what I was used to, but it was beneficial, I think. Yeah. I think we had a a mukbang about like other cultural differences. Yeah, there's a lot. We kind of encountered.
2: Yeah. Mm. We clashed, but I feel like that's normal. We're from different cultures, very different
1: cultures. Yeah. I think we kind of navigated it. Yeah.
0: Being a Filipino, like our culture is very like distinct, you know, like we love our food. There's not a lot of Filipino food here in New York. I I imagine there's more down there in the South but like in, even introducing that to like a new partner is like a process, <laughs> I Yes, <feel.
1: laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm surprised I don't have that in New York. So we, so from Louisville, we went to San Antonio and we found okay. a great restaurant there. Uh, and then we moved to Austin. Mm,
0: nice, nice. So wow. did you guys ever feel like, like you mentioned, Christina, that you felt dating fatigue and I feel like the dating apps get such a bad rap did you ever feel discouraged and obviously you guys stayed on and what made you keep going?
2: So for me, oh, that's, that's, that's an a interesting, good yeah, that's a good, good question. So for me, I like in the past, just to backtrack a little bit in the past, I had dated guys that were, they were, I think majority of them were Catholic. So that was a huge factor for me, but also at the same time, they were Pushy in the sense that I wanted to wait until after marriage to be intimate, but like they weren't willing to this to do the same, or they were, but they were kind of hesitant. And so with Nathan, like what he said earlier, it was refreshing as well for me because you know when you're coming to the U.S., you're you're expecting to find somebody who's like. know a little more out there i don't mean that in a negative way but somebody who's more like open to doing things and things like that but like nathan was an exception to the rule in my mind because like not only was he american but he was also like devout catholic and you can be catholic i was telling nathan you can be catholic but you can be a non-practicing catholic and so it was rare for me to find somebody. I had dated Catholics in the Philippines and the US alike, but nobody was really willing or like devoted to actually waiting until after marriage to make that, you know commitment and be intimate and things like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like that played a huge factor into, despite me being like in the phase of dating fatigue, that um, value that Nathan had, was like, okay, this means something more than I actually, like, anticipated. So that was a huge deal for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's probably, that was probably the source of my dating fatigue. I mean, so, like, finding someone who's, if not Catholic, at least Christian. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, 95% of those people would probably fall into the category of not really, like, adhering to church teaching, you know? And so, yeah, it was the same kind of, like, like I was looking for a unicorn while, while dating.
0: Yeah, it's really
1: hard. And I think mm-hmm. the, the times when I got the most dejected. So there's only like one city I think in Louisville where I really use dating apps. But I remember like because swiping is very addictive, mm-hmm. and that's that's a whole other conversation about why that's not healthy. But I think when you would swipe so much that you would start seeing people you had already swiped before and you're like wow I just like got through a city worth of potential (laughs) so that's pretty demoralizing
0: I actually did get a guy um like an ex from the past and he showed me there's a device where you plug it into your phone and it does the swiping for you and I've seen a I've seen a video like on YouTube or Instagram it's like literally you attach it to your phone and it swipes right for every every single time a picture comes up and I feel like like the swiping is, is like, I agree that it's addictive, but it's also, it's like a probability, you know, it's like a game. And it, it can be a little bit like um, debilitating sometimes when you, th- when you think about like, what are the chances and how am I gonna, how am I really gonna find somebody? You know, I think that's the hard part. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and um, Nathan was saying, like, personally, I got a lot of like unsolicited dick pics for me as a girl like if you're trying to get to know somebody if you want like a serious relationship it's not something you sent on the first date unless you want to hook up yeah. then fine and like from a guy's
0: perspective you were saying
1: i mean i so i've never sent a dick pic <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't, I don't <laughs> I haven't, i've actually never gotten one before really no i've never gotten them on the yeah. app like eventually when yeah. you get off the app i've gotten like what are well, you doing yeah. Click, and I'm like, I didn't want this. (laughs) Exactly. It's not appealing.
1: Never met a woman who was like, oh, I'm so glad he sent me that without me
0: asking. (laughs) I mean, maybe there's a girl out there who who wants that picture, (laughs) but... (laughs) I don't judge. I don't judge. So when you two were dating, was there a point where you guys realized, like, you know, this person is the one and I want to be with this person? Can you remember?
1: (laughs) Yes. I think for me... So maybe two, three months after we started dating. Pretty early on. It was fairly, actually, yeah. yeah. So I had my my cousin was getting married. Yeah. And I think just the way she kind of embraced my family, it was just really easy to just kind of see her as part of the family. And it was just like, okay, like this is this probably means it's the real deal. That, yeah. That's good. That's and, sweet.
2: Uh, for me, I think it was like the more I got to spend time with Nathan the more it became clear that we shared the same values and i feel like it's hard to find somebody who is i don't know just for me it's hard to find somebody who is willing to wait not because you you tell them to but because they themselves set the rule for 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 their like to reflect their beliefs in life like that was hard for me to find that they wanted this for their partners well not this for themselves and he loves his profession and he works hard. There are so many qualities that Nathan has and it was easy for me to decide very early on like he had said that I was like I mean obviously he had only met my family like uh, late last year and I could only see them at like you know um, how they would connect but even before that I told myself like okay this is somebody I would be proud to introduce to my family because it's important for me that my family as a filipino you want to make sure that your family gets you know approves of who you're dating right we are Um, a very family
0: oriented group of people yes
2: exactly (laughs) yeah and so um who nathan is as a person was just like okay this is somebody not only somebody i could date but somebody my 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 family would would love to be around and um It it was evident very early on during
0: the relationship. So is there any advice that you would give some of our listeners who are trying to find love on the apps?
1: So just based on my experience, one of my biggest struggles, dating apps kind of change your mindset about what you're looking for and how you're looking for it. It becomes less of, I need to find a good person to I need to find the perfect person because I can compare all these people and it's sort of like buying a car and you you just kind of like, treat people like a piece of meat and mm-hmm. you're gonna find the best, best piece of meat. And then, yeah. you know, it, it's very objectifying inherently in some way. And so I think, I mean, you have to remember that, like, you know, a hundred years ago, like our grandparents and their parents, they wouldn't leave the country, meet someone and marry and love them for 50 years. It's like, we have to find the one right person in mm-hmm. this world. Of,
0: if you're going to try and find the perfect person, like you're going to be waiting for a long time, probably your whole life. You know,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, Statistically, there, there, there is more than one for you. And I think like, if, if you're trying to find like the needle in the haystack, it'll make you anxious because no matter who you're dating, you're always going to be thinking, oh, could I do better? Or should I have waited? Or mm-hmm. I think that's just- got to
0: grab it by the balls
1: when you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit unhealthy mindset. Like, you're talking about a person, not a, you know, did I make the best choice about the used car mm-hmm. I bought, you know? Mm-hmm. I think kind of making sure we don't, adopt that mindset too much because I I think that's probably indirectly done some damage in our society.
2: Yeah, and I think for me, it's just a lot of my friends whom I like introduce online dating to, they automatically assume that they're gonna find the one on the first date and then they get frustrated. It took me three years to like find Nathan. I'm not gonna say it's gonna take three years for everybody that's gonna go on the apps, but Mm -hmm. like, I think it's just, I think the way we should view dating apps is that it's like a privilege almost because it's easier to weed out um or filter out the people you don't want to be with and like expect that you're going to have bad dates and that's okay it doesn't mean that online dating in itself is a bad thing um i think you can have the same experience or encounters when you're dating in the wild Um, Mm. there's no guarantee that you're going to meet the person of your of your dreams or like your life partner in the wild as much as like when you're dating online so I feel like just to like keep an open mind um because like there were so many times during my experience dating online that I would be you know like I said I would experience dating fatigue and I feel like that's normal for all of us
0: um, but- I've definitely experienced it too. When I already have normal fatigue on top of my dating fatigue, it doesn't put you in the best mood and doesn't put you in the best light. So instead of being optimistic, you're just like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. Absolutely. I don't have the energy to, you know, answer this person. And then this person thinks yeah. that you're ghosting them, which is probably what happened with you, Nathan. <laughs> yeah,
2: same. But, um, so I think, yeah, a lot of my friends are like, Oh, I'm with this guy and all he wants to do is hook up and I'm like encouraging them you know give it some time it's not gonna take a month it might take a year for me it took three years and it wasn't easy for sure um but it doesn't mean you're not gonna find that person
0: so I appreciate you guys coming on the show thank you so much I will definitely be at the wedding <laughs>
1: I think we can make our next podcast uh, planning a wedding during a pandemic
0: stay tuned for next week's episode and I'll see you next time You've been listening to Modern Romance. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Come back next week for another episode. I'm your host, Nicole, and I'll see you next time.